Hey guys, it's Emmy, and this is the Emmy Show. <laughs> um, so, uh, the last couple weeks have been super hectic, uh, to be real, um, for a variety of reasons. So, uh, I thought today I'd do something a little different. Um, it's, I'm still considering this part of my first date, worst date, um, season, but today I thought I would share, um, just a collection of, of mini mini episodes, I guess you could say. <laughs> so, uh, basically there was like a few stories, um, about first dates that were truly dysfunctional and too odd t- to not share, <laughs> but there also just wasn't enough material really, um, to, to actually make an entire episode, you know, in itself. So, uh, yeah, today I thought I would share three very odd, um, first and last dates, <laughs> uh, that I experienced at different points, uh, throughout this, uh, this last just truly unique, uh, year of, uh, 2020. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm going to try in my next episode to have like a, you know, proper full length episode and bring back some of those dysfunctional life hacks and such. Um, and maybe some more random rambling that I know you guys just love, love so much (laughs) because I know some of my episodes lately have been lacking in that a bit, but it will be a calmer time soon. So without further ado, um, here are three, uh, three minis. So the first one, um, I was going to share today, um, was, you know, uh, from an app. All of these are actually dates I I found on apps because COVID life, you know. Um, And yeah, this was when it was pretty strict still, like no restaurants or anything was open, uh, which I guess has been most of this year. But it was when the beaches were still like technically open as long as you kept walking. Uh, One of those time periods. (laughs) So anyway, um... I matched with this guy and, um, his, his name on his profile was be happy, which I thought was odd, but I was like, you know, at least it's something positive. Um, and, but B was spelled B A E, which I I assume, I guess I've just recently become aware of is Bay, which is, um, I can't even express how irritating of a name (laughs) of a name that is. But at any rate, I was like, well, it's obviously fake. Um, you know, the name, but at least, you know, he seems like a positive person because it was all like really, you know, kind of positive things on his profile and and no like major red flags. So I was like, sweet, you know, let's do it. So we matched and, uh, I, um, we, you know, we set a date and we decided to meet at a beach and, uh, drink some wine. And, uh, so I had brought like, you know, when the day came, I, I brought like a couple of you know, cheap bottles of plastic, like plastic cheap <laughs> single serving wines in my bag. Cause I figured, you know, that would be practical, but, uh, I show up and I mean, right off the bat to be real, you know, he didn't really look like his profile. Like he was, you know, a little heavier, um, and maybe a little older than I thought he was, but in all fairness, I was like, you know, I mean, I'm not like 
crazy shallow or anything and i'm like you know maybe he has a great personality and he wasn't like hideous so i was like you know give him a shot still so and i was already there so obviously i'm not gonna leave you know uh because that would be a really dick move um but at any rate um so like i i show up and i was actually kind of impressed because he had um you know this little bag with this nice blanket to sit on and um again the things i find impressing are just kind of depressing when i say them out loud <laughs> but anyway uh gotta gotta raise those expectations but you know life uh but at any rate he had uh he had a really nice bottle of wine he brought actually and a corkscrew and like glasses and everything so i was like sweet okay this is cool um but i was like you know i don't really know if we can just pop open a bottle in the middle of covid and spread out a blanket because i'm pretty sure you know the cops that are driving around aren't going to be super thrilled with that <laughs> so we walked around a bit and then he's like well let's you know let's go in the in the car and we can you know we can sit in the car like in his car to drink wine and then we can walk around a bit which i mean wouldn't be my first choice sitting in a vehicle while drinking but um, but you know, he was in a parking lot nearby and I was like, yeah, it's probably fine. So I had a taser and it was broad daylight. So anyways, we go and like sit in his car and we start talking and having like a drink and, um, I don't know, like at first it was cool, you know, like, uh, come to find out he was, uh, actually the son of, um, a lady that owned a very well-known RV kind of camp lot locally um so that that was kind of a surprise um but yeah he was into you know seemed to be into the outdoors too and i was like sweet you know and at first it was fine um but then it just got it got really odd like i, I mean there was already a couple things like he brought me yellow roses which it was really nice to bring flowers i mean i was shocked by that because it seems to never fucking happen <laughs> anymore they're just at all but I thought yellow roses were an odd choice because, I mean, from what I understand at least, I think that's usually more of like a friendship thing. But I was like, you know, it's cool. But yeah, the first kind of like red flags, I guess, were um, he started getting really weirdly hippy-dippy and um, just kind of going on about, well, basically um, how he wasn't a jealous person, which I feel like every psychotically jealous person says that, you know? <laughs> I'm not jealous, really. It's like... I don't know. It's like people who say, like, I hate liars, and they just go on about it so much. You're like, do you now? Because it, it kind of feel like you're, you're going overkill a bit on proclaiming how much you hate something. It just seems like that should be a given. Like, yeah, like, you know, don't be overly jealous. Like, don't lie. That's just kind of basic, basic shit you shouldn't have to say. And, like, I don't know. If you do, it kind of makes me feel like, okay, bro, like, <laughs> what's up? Why you got to drive it home so much? But anyway, so he's going on about how he's not a jealous person. And I'm like, cool. I didn't ask, but good to know. Um, but yeah, then he kind of just is like monologuing about that. And it kind of leads into this, you know, uh, basically passively implying that he's into open relationships and that he's, you know, mentions that he'd been in one before and he thought it was cool. And I'm like, sweet, that's cool for you uh i'm not <laughs> i mean if you're dating casually and just hooking up it's whatever but now if you're like dating somebody i'm not really into like sharing that's you know and then he like kind of switches it and he's like 
well, you know, I guess uh, I could see that. I, I could be, you know, I guess I can be a little bit jealous sometimes. But then he goes like, I mean, if we were all evolved already, I know, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be upset, you know, with someone just um, basically having sex with other people. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> if we were evolved into what? <laughs> Butterflies that fuck everything? Like, I'm so confused. Um, but he's like, you know, if we were all evolved, uh, you know, it, we wouldn't we wouldn't be bothered by it. I'm just like, I, I'd have to disagree there, to, to, to be honest. I, I feel like I'm evolved enough. I'm not really sure what you're evolving into, but I think I, I'm, I'm going to skip that, you know? <laughs> so the conversation continues, and there was other odd things that I'll, I'll leave out of this one, but the next thing that was really um, disturbing, I guess, was um, he, he made another comment about, you know, if we were all evolved and it was regarding, um, there was this little kid we, we, like was like passing by, um, that, you know, had taken their swimsuit off and it was a very small child. It was, it was probably like a, I don't know, like a fucking like two or three year old. And he made some comment about like, Oh, that's weird that they're running around. And, but then he was just like, well, I mean, I realize if, you know, if, if we were all evolved, you know, um, that wouldn't seem uncomfortable or like weird, you know? And I'm just thinking, like, I'm not uncomfortable because it's a small child, like, kind of weird that you are, and uh, I'm not really sure what your idea of evolved is because it's, it's seeming like digression to me. <laughs> but at any rate, that was a little unsettling. But um, yeah, so at some at some point in the conversation, my divorce came up, and uh, you know that I was divorced, and. He acted like almost angry about it and was like, is there anything else I should know about? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no, I don't, I don't think there is. Um, but, and then he's like asking me why. And I, you know, I mentioned, well, he was just, you know, a bad guy and he's like pressing me. So I'm just like, you know, he was honestly, he was, you know, he's abusive. Um, and he was just like, basically starts going on about how, um, you know, statistics say that more men are actually abused than women. And I'm just like, dude, I, I've read more than a few statistics and just common sense would tell you that's complete bullshit and definitely false. Uh, and I was like, you know, men are abused as well, but, um, I would like to, you know, side note and say that, uh, if you really look into the numbers, I, I would, I would be willing to bet, uh, most of the abuse men are encountering is from other men. Um, but at any rate, um, it was just preposterous to say that, you know, more men were abused than women because that's, that's just not backed up by statistics. Um, although obviously it still happens, but point being, I was just like, dude, that's bullshit. But it was really strange how like adamant he was trying to be. And I'm like, where are you sourcing that from? And he was just like, oh, I don't know. It's just all over. And I'm like, well, I, I have to disagree on that, but let's just talk about something else you know, and then, yeah, he got, like, he saw one of my tattoos has, like, a psalm, and, uh, he got, like, weirdly aggressive about religion, just out of the blue, so I was just, like, fucking done, like, all of it together, it was already weird, but we decided to walk on the beach a bit, and, uh, at that point, you know, we passed a family with a small child, and he starts talking about kids again, and, like, I don't know, it was just weird, like, he was, like, you know, mid-30s, at least, and he just like 
kind of stoops down and, and just like kind of like pats this little kid on his shoulder like it's not his kid it's just some random kid and he's like oh he's like really cute and he's like trying to talk to the kid and the parent looks kind of freaked out and just kind of like gets their child away but kind of like plays it off like they're being like cordial like oh hi how are you guys but i was just like really getting uck vibes at that at that point for so many different reasons so i excused myself and i was like hey i gotta get going but you have a nice night and he, he made some passive aggressive comment you know when i left but shockingly he seemed surprised when i turned down another date and uh it was just like i don't know that i found that odd because i'm like you, you probably should have seen this coming dude for like so many reasons so yeah that was uh that was weird uncomfortable date number one um so the second one I was going to tell you guys about today um, was this guy, another guy I met on an app, right? And uh, same kind of time period, um, but it was when the beaches had sort of opened up to sit on, as long as you were socially distant. So I met this guy on an app. We decide to go to this bay nearby and, you know, uh, carry some drinks with us and just chill there maybe float or something. So I meet him and, um, he, he seemed a little odd at first to be, to be real, just kind of dead eyed, uh, which is never a great sign. Um, but I was like, you know, he was coming from work or something. And I was like, he's probably tired. Like, you know, and, and so we, we kind of chit chatted at the beach and we both had brought our own drinks and, uh, met there, you know, um, and he hadn't, brought a float so I, I didn't bother getting mine out because I was like I guess we're not doing that um but while we were chatting I noticed he had a couple of tattoos and uh they were of sharks and I was like wow like nice tattoos or you know and he's like I like sharks <laughs> I was like cool it's like yeah it was you know seems like a lot of dudes like getting predators tattooed on them but <laughs> that's cool man um, so we're, you know, continuing to talk and he mentions, you know, he did jujitsu and I feel like every other dude I meet in this city does fucking jujitsu. But at any rate, um, I was getting hungry. So I was like, Hey, do you want to go like get some food or something? And he's like, yeah, we could get sushi. Like, let's get takeout and like go watch the fight at my house. And I was like, okay, I guess that's cool. Cause again, it was, it was still daylight and I was like, why not? You know? So we go to the sushi place, get, you know, uh, one sushi roll each, which I knew was like, great. I'm going to be hungry in like an hour, but cool. Um, and then we go to his house and so he lives in an apartment and, uh, I couldn't help noticing when we walked in that everything was like oddly sterile. Um, and the only personal like effect he really had was a, um, like a a knight like as like you know the suit of armor uh knights they have it was like that but only the head <laughs> i was like that's a unique choice for the only decoration in your home but i was like oh that's cool and he's like oh yeah i thought it was neat i ordered it offline it's like okay neat um but the other thing i noticed was that his besides that it looked like he just moved in even though he lived there for i guess over a year or something was that um his entire place was um themed around sharks <laughs> not even kidding like he had a shower curtain and like towels and like some wall stickers and i'm like wow you really like sharks huh and he was like yeah i like sharks just like okay cool 
Um, so yeah, we're like eating sushi and he's like weirdly quiet. We turn on the fight and, um, kind of like, you know, I guess as we're like finishing up eating, he's like, again, has not made any move on me at all, which is fine, you know, but it was unusual. Um, and yeah, he just starts this weird, weird vein of conversation, right? Like, (laughs) where he like brings up this horrible news story about this chick that, well, this chick and guy, I guess that were like fighting and then something like the guy had killed his wife and drove his children like locked in a car off a bridge to kill himself just like something fucking horrible like that and i was like wow that's really awful and he just was like staring straight ahead <laughs> like totally monotone telling me this and i was just like that's fucking awful wow it seems like if you're gonna kill yourself you could just you know i ideally don't but at least don't take out your t- entire fucking family with you like that's not cool and he's just like, well, I mean, I get it, you know, sometimes when people just fuck you over and like just gets like really weird and then just starts going off about how his ex-girlfriend fucked him over. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? So I kind of like changed the subject, you know, to something happier because I'm like thinking he's going to like just snap or something. And then he kind of like randomly starts talking about uh, another really unwelcome subject um at the time about how he really likes guns and he's like i'm about to show you my gun right now i have it right in the closet and i'm like maybe later let's maybe not do that right now i'm you know (laughs) like ever um so yeah um it was getting really weirdly tense and i'm like there's something seriously wrong with this dude uh no wonder he likes sharks he has dead eyes and he's clearly like there's something wrong with him so I just make an excuse to leave because I was like, I gotta get up really early, but uh, super interesting hanging out. <laughs> and so it, it was so odd. He like invites me to a whiskey tasting party um, and says he's gonna text me about it. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, you you do that. I'll look out for that. Have a great night. Goodbye. And I kind of like, you know, quickly walk out of his apartment and like, you know, he actually never hit me up again, ever. And, and it was so odd. Um, I mean, I was glad he didn't hit me up, but I was just like, what was the purpose of this strange, strange little man uh, with a shark obsession and dead eyes? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, no wonder he wanted sushi, right? <laughs> so the last person I was going to share about today um, that I had an odd and uncomfortable encounter with, um, thankfully outside of my own home, and in broad daylight in public, uh, was, um, yet another individual from these wonderful, questionable applications. Um, yeah, he, I, at first I actually thought had some kind of promise, but I was like, because I thought he had some kind of promise and I wanted to kind of get to know him, I was like, you know, let's meet for coffee in the middle of the day and we can actually talk and get to know each other. So, uh, you know, coffee shops were only open for takeout, but where I lived, I was like, okay, we could walk around, you know, there was a park not too far away. And I was like, you know, we can go get coffee and walk around the park. So yeah, we, um, we met out by this park and, um, I got there first and I kind of made a point, even though I walked from my place to go down a different street you know, than my own, just in case, you know, um, 
because at this point I'd already had a few odd dates and I'm, you know, starting to play it a little safer. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of looking around and I don't see him. And then all of a sudden I kind of, at the corner of my eye, see someone getting out of their car and, um, yeah, like he kind of like stumbles out of his car and I'm just thinking like, oh God, I hope it's not him, you know? Um, and he like vaguely resembles the picture, but he's just super disheveled and he's dressed really oddly and not like endearingly quirky, just like off-puttingly odd. Like he, he had these really tight pants on, um, and it wasn't like he was, you know, jacked and showing something off you want to see or anything, you know, it was just like kind of like weirdly sort of skinny-ish man with, um, yeah, kind of messy hair, but, but it just looked messy like he's unstable or something. Um, really tight pants and then these huge shoes that were like half buckled and I'm sure they were probably some designer that I was supposed to be impressed with, but it just looked really disheveled to me and this jacket. Um, and of course it was him. Right. And, um, I, I just, I couldn't help but notice this guy, he, he legitimately could have been a body double for, for Dexter. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like it was, it was kind of off putting to be like, wow, you look exactly like a famous, you know, like, um, sitcom of a, uh, fucking serial killer. Like that's really not a great first impression. I mean, not that he could necessarily help it, I guess, you know, that's just like what you look like, but it, it, it was a little off-putting immediately. I'm not going to lie, but again, trying to give a benefit of the doubt. So we're walking and like talking and he's like kind of closer to me than I would prefer, but I'm like, it's fine. And I just, I'm getting like really bad vibes from him, like unmistakably horrible vibes. But, uh, he starts telling me that he's a psychologist and I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> who uh, specializes in PTSD and trauma and, uh, you know, domestic violence and abuse. And I'm like, that's uncanny considering that's what I've been to most therapists for. But I was like, okay, well, this guy is really, really going to understand where I'm coming from, or he's a really horrible person that has the tools to make my life even more hellish than the average Joe <laughs> or John. But, uh, but yeah, so like, I was just like, shit, this, that's interesting. Like, tell me more. So we're chatting about that, you know, and, and we grab a coffee and then I don't know. I just, I start realizing at some point that, you know, he's not, he's not saying where he wants to go. He's kind of following me. It feels like, and I catch myself subconsciously just naturally wandering in the general direction of my apartment. Right. And I kind of stopped myself because I'm like, oh shit, I definitely don't want to do that. So I was just like, you know, hey, like, where are we going? Like, where do you want to walk? And he's like, well, do you, did you walk here? Like, where do you, do you live around here? Right. And I'm like, yeah, I live, you know, vaguely near here, but, uh, I can walk anywhere. Let's, where do you want to go? And he's just like, oh, I don't really care. I'm just following you. I'm like, oh yeah, I thought we were kind of just following each other. <laughs> but he kind of like keeps bringing up like, oh, well, where do you live? And I'm like, kind of like sidestepping it, but it gets to a point where I'm just like, dude, like, I'm not going to tell you where I live kind of thing, you know? But, uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, well, well, it's around here, you know, it's, you know, within a, within a couple miles of here, you know, uh, it's a great area kind of changing the subject. Um, but yeah. And I mentioned like, oh yeah, like I have a clawfoot tub. Um, and that was like one of the big things that sold me on my place. And he was like, oh, uh, a coffin tub? And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, did you say a coffin tub? And I was like, uh, 
no. I said, you know, clawfoot. I, I don't know what a coffin tub would be. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I dated a girl once who had a coffin tub. And he kind of, like, laughs under his breath. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> well, I don't. And uh, it was just really unsettling. Um, anyway, I start kind of consciously trying to walk intentionally away from where I live, but make it seem like I'm not thinking about it, you know? And, um, he, he makes some comment again about wondering where I live, like, oh, where do you live around here kind of thing. So I kind of start making a point at, at this point, cause I, I kind of notice that I feel like he's trying to like watch me and see like where I'm going and where I'm looking to like guess where I live, which was, was kind of unsettling, obviously. Um, so I start kind of making a point to like stare up at this one apartment building every time we pass it. And I see him like follow my eyes. He's like, just so painfully easy um and so he makes some comment about like oh i like that building there like the one i'm clearly staring at and i'm like oh yeah that is neat i like the you know the stairs um the fire escape on it i always liked fire escapes and he was like yeah and i was like oh, there's a lot of cool architecture around here and then he makes another comment like yeah but that building i think that one has something really special and i'm like yeah yeah no it is pretty cool so i'm like yeah sweet please think that's where i live like fantastic so I make an excuse again, like, hey, I, you know, really kind of got to get get back, you know, to uh, whatever it is that I need to be doing right now. That's not this. And so he's like, okay, well, you know, hopefully we can hang out again. I'm like, yeah, totally, definitely. Um, so he's like, do you want me to walk you back to your place? I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. I've actually got some errands to run, but you have a good good day and as I walk him back to his car he tries to kiss me and I like definitely like turn turn the cheek kind of thing and like escape um but yeah so I leave and you know take a very long walk watching my back and eventually get back to my apartment and he definitely did hit me up um you know about hanging out again and I was just like honestly uh, I'm not gonna lie I I got weird vibes and I, I tend to trust that, but it was great meeting you, and I'm sure you're probably a great person, dot, 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 maybe not, you have horrible vibes, and you look like texture, <laughs> and you won't stop talking about your coffin tub and trying to find out where I live, but I was just like, no, uh, I didn't really feel like we hit it off, but, you know, have a great rest of your night, and best of luck, and then I blocked his number, but, um, but yeah, so, that was a uh, weird date number three. So, I hope you enjoyed those, albeit shorter than normal, mini stories. Um, like I said, I am going to hopefully go back to um, a few of like the dysfunctional life hacks and some of the other segments that I was doing kind of in the beginning. Um, hopefully update you guys on some of my, my news cause I'm still doing it. Um, I think this is week 78, I believe 70, 78, 79, something like that. But at any rate, um, in addition to that, I'm also going to share some almost first date would be worst date stories because there were a few fellows that did not even make it through the first date screening process. And they are doozies, so I hope you guys tune in for that because truly, truly odd. Uh, deliciously odd. So I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas and you guys and gals in a, uh, I hope you have a wonderful new year. 
if I don't broadcast until after, um, which is yet to be determined. But at any rate, thank you for listening and stay tuned. Bye.